Welcome to another edition of the Final Whistle Podcast. I'm Robert Agueta. We do not have Ben Kane, unfortunately, but we do have a special guest here with us, uh, ESPN and SiriusXM host, Yanish Mahalik, uh, joining us. Yanish, first of all, how are you? How's your summer? And, you know, how's everything going? Uh, it's good. It's good. Uh, you know, busy or busier than I thought to some degree. You know, I was in Europe, uh, obviously, in the beginning of the summer for the um, – you know, the Nations League, right? Because with all the pandemic, a lot of those games got pushed into uh, uh, June. So, you know, that was a, you know, and a little bit of a break, but everything's back, right? So, I mean, uh, all the leagues or most of the leagues are start, you know, have started or starting this weekend. Um, so, yeah, back, back at it, uh, as they say. Absolutely. I mean, we, we're going to hit him some, some big storylines. Uh, I think there's, Fascinating to start with MLS. Obviously, the MLS, MLS All-Star break started, uh, you know, yesterday and, and had such a, a good vibe to it. I kind of want to start with that game. I mean, Liga Mekis, MLS. I mean, I don't know if you watched the game. I mean, but I mean, let's first start with the big question is, I mean, do you think MLS is closing the gap on Liga Mekis? Do you think there's an opportunity where MLS is closing the gap on Liga Mekis with the collaboration you see with these two leagues? Well, I think, yeah, for sure. I mean, if you look at all the, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, uh, um, national teams, I suppose, I mean, winning the Gold Cup and all the other, you know, competitions, uh, um, you know, it's been good, right? The CONCACAF Champions League and, you know, there's League Cups and I forget some of, you know, some of the names that have come, you know, but I think we've won everything there's to be won in the last couple of years, uh, both at club level and, and, on a country level. And, and I think it's been back for a while. Just the narrative was the champions league. God God only knows why, because I mean, look, I mean, the MLS teams have done well, you know, sending two, three teams deep into the competitions, losing in the final sometimes, uh, which, okay. Okay. I get it. But in terms of closing the gap, that in itself has been out there for a few years now. Uh, This is not, you know, uh, it's not just over because Seattle Sounders uh, won it. Right. So, I think, you know, that gap has been closer. I mean, you can still make a case that I think you kind of need to prove that for a couple of seasons, right? I think if you look at uh, uh, Liga Emekis, uh, I still think that some of their teams may be better, you know, if you have to play them six, seven, eight times. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but you know, there's still probably, so, you know, more money with certain teams in, in Liga Emekis. Although, you know, that gap is closing, right? I mean, you know, if you look at Major League Soccer, it's not the Major League Soccer that I started. When yeah. I started, you know, as an original in 96. Uh, or even, you know, 10 years later after that, right? I mean, now you can honestly say, although not everybody, but there's a lot of people making some serious money. Uh, so that gap has closed between the two leagues as well. Because for a long time, the gap was massive. Now it isn't. Uh, um, still a ways to go, obviously. So, you know, if you look at a, on an average, I suppose, you, you want to make sure that everybody's making uh, a very good living. Um, but I, I think, you know, steps in the right direction. And, and, you know, I think the Leagues Cup, we saw a couple of friendly matches, you know, LA Galaxy with, uh, I think it was Chivas and yeah. LAFC against uh, uh, Club America, right? I mean, it was close. And next year is going to be, you know, that's going to answer our question to some degree, right? The League Cup, where all the teams are involved, I think 77 matches, that will tell you how close, you know, the, the leagues are because everybody's going to be involved uh, uh, in it and you're going to see number of games, right? It's not going to be a one-off or two-off where, you know, 
a team wins and it's, it's difficult to base uh, your decision on that. I mean, another question can be made of, of the attraction of players between Liga Mackeys and MLS. I mean, you know, we see Garrett Bale uh, signing with LAFC. We see Ricky Pooch from Barcelona, you know, signing with the LA Galaxy. I mean, do you think also in that aspect, MLS have caught up with Liga Mackeys where some of the top players from Europe are now choosing MLS over Liga Mackeys? Yeah, but that's, all, that's always been the case. I mm-hmm. mean, look at the big names. Back. I mean, that, that's not new. I think that's part of it is that they – you know, uh, for years, some of those big, big stars had deals that, you know, were ahead of Major League Soccer anyway, maybe deals that Liga Mekis couldn't afford, right? I mean, the Beckhams, you know, I mean, if you go, you know, Zlatan, although, you know, first year he kind of came for now, but, you know, I mean, frequently, again, crazy, crazy uh, money. And then in the case of David Beckham, you know, uh, ability to to own a a major league soccer team, which that wouldn't have happened in Mexico. So, uh, yeah, I don't think you can go by that. Uh, you know, I, I also think that you know a lot of these people living in the United States is is an advantage over maybe Mexico, right? Um, so, so no, I wouldn't. Donatoni, we had major names, so yeah, I don't think that's a good indication of of big stars coming to the United States uh, over Liga Mekis. All right. I want to now transition into Spain and go into previewing La Liga. It's going to start this Friday. We're recording this August 11th. It's a Thursday. It's going to start tomorrow. Um, let's first start with kind of the top of the table, Real Madrid. Uh, they won the Super Cup, UEFA Super Cup, this week, I mean, Karim Benzema has been the talking point in Real Madrid, keeping on Trilotti, keeping their core group. Uh, let's first start with Real Madrid, Yanish. It is Real Madrid still the team to beat in La Liga? Yeah, I think that they'll still be <clears throat> slight favorites. Uh, you know, we'll get to Barcelona because, I mean, they've made a lot of moves. We'll see what happens with that. And, you know, if uh, those players will be registered in time. Um uh, but, you know, Real Madrid, again, you know, Eintracht Frankfurt obviously started the season not so great. Uh, I mean, there's a massive difference between the two clubs, although you got to give Eintracht a lot of credit, I suppose, you know, because they do well in, in, in Europe. But unfortunately, unlike Real Madrid, they usually sell the best players. Even Filip Kostic wasn't there. He's already uh, in Juve, I think. I don't know if that's official today, but I think it became official yeah. today. You know, even way back when, you know, when you had, uh, uh, you know, Rebic and, and Sebastian Haller and uh, and Jovic, you know, I mean, the front three was incredible. And yeah. as we all know, Real Madrid got one, Milan and 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 Aller went to England uh, at the time to West Ham. So, so no shame in that. Uh, you see Real Madrid, you know, steady Eddie, same lineup as the one against Liverpool. Obviously, Aurelien Chouameni, uh is going to, you know, is going to help them. Um, Antonio Rudiger, uh, obviously, uh, uh, another player that wasn't in the starting lineup, but you'd have to feel that he's going to play a significant role uh, over that. So you'd have to say, you'd have to say that um, yes, I would. You know, as, as Champions League winners, as La Liga winners last season, uh, you have to give him. You know, yeah, you have to consider them the favorites. However. Barcelona has made a lot of moves. And again, we all know what's happening here. I have a feeling that somehow it's going to get uh, resolved, uh, uh, obviously. Uh, but, you know, this Barcelona team will for, will for sure challenge uh, Barcelona. 
Now, going into Barcelona, they have a new upcoming season with Xabi having new players, Robert Lewandowski, Frank Kensian, uh, Rafinha. They have Jules Conde now. I mean, what's the expectations for this Barcelona team? You know, you, if you just look at, uh, you know, Barcelona and, and, you know, Rafinha, who came into the team and almost immediately with the free, you know, on their tour here was, you know, scored, I think, in his first game. Look, the par Robert Lewandowski, maybe not the first game or two, but let's give him, you know, some slack here. I mean, he came, you know, he had two trainings with, uh, you know, Barcelona. I was with them, of course, commentating for post television national team. He he played in June, which is late, obviously, with almost every game but one out of the four in the Nations League, went on vacation straight from vacation, a couple of days in Bayern, moved and, you know, flew straight into the uh, United States. So, but, you know, we've seen in a Gumper Trophy, you know, his class, uh, obviously. Uh, you know, you, you look at Jos Kunde, uh, another one that's that's obviously coming over from Sevilla. Um, you know, who else am I? You know, Andres Christensen right away looking yeah. the part. So, I mean, Frank Kessier from Milan. This is a team that Xavi, I think, given time, you know, it's already a pretty good team with the players they already had. But, this is a, a team that's definitely can challenge, you know, Real Madrid. Remember last year, yeah. you know, a win over over Real Madrid without even yeah, for nothing at the Bernabeu. Right. So, so I think you know, it'll be a, a big, big fight for the trophy if if every go, everything goes according to plan for Barcelona, obviously. Now, I want to go into Atletico Madrid, a team kind of a little quiet during this transfer window. I mean, they made a couple of players here and there, but they had some players that come back from loan. Uh, Saul Nigres, who came back from Chelsea, and Alvaro Morato, who came back from Juventus. I mean, they're a team that still pretty much has their core group uh, under Diego Simeone. I mean, where do you see Atletico Madrid? Is the expectation to compete for La Liga or the expectation is to get into the top four? I think if you're Atletico Madrid, expectation is only one. And uh, I mean, well, I mean, they'll say, and you know, you know Diego Simeone is, is obviously, you know, I, I mean, a winner, massive yes. winner. And almost all the coaches, but in particular with him, when he goes to that dressing room, he's going to say, hey, we've done in the past, not that long ago, yeah. a couple of seasons ago, right? Uh, so his message is that, and it should be, because he's proven on a couple of occasions that he can do that. But I think, you know, realistically, they're always fighting for the top four. Uh, right. I mean, for Atletico Madrid to come to that level, and, and that was remembered during that pandemic uh, season. And I think it was, again, I mean, twice they won it in recent history. I think it was on the last day, memory serves, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, uh, so, I mean, if you if you look at them, that's the realistic way. I mean, it's still Atleti. They still can't spend anywhere near the money that Real Madrid and Barcelona can their style of play is sufficient to do that because they're in games, right? I mean, you know, some people may not like the way uh, Atletico Diego Simona sets up, but I think if you're going to get one over massive, massive clubs like Real Madrid and Barcelona, you're going to have to grind it out, right? I mean, you can't play open because uh, uh, La Liga, in my opinion, is unforgiving, right? And teams yeah. can very much take you apart. Yeah, if you, you know, and, and you open yourself uh, up. So, uh, I think that's that's where they start. Uh, again, there's a couple, you know, there's other teams, Sevilla, although they've lost a couple of their center backs, important players. Uh, you know, we'll see how they, you know, without Betis, uh, another yeah. one, maybe we'll pay attention to them. They won the Copa, right? Yeah. Um, right. So, so there's always, the, so every once in a while, the, you know, without Sociedad, 
you know, there's always possibilities. Villarreal, or although you know they're more of a you know cup team, right? Yeah. Than they are you know, where they finished. And, and and so so yeah, in terms of Atleti, I wouldn't put them as you know as as favorites uh, this season again. Uh, they'll be happy for top four. They had to fight for it last season, didn't they? Absolutely. I mean, do you, let me go back to you about a player specifically on Atletico Madrid. Joao Felix, a player that scored 10 goals last year for Atletico Madrid. I mean, is he a player that potentially, do you see him potentially having a season that maybe a lot of people are expecting him with the price tag that Atletico Madrid paid? Yeah, I, think we, I think, yeah. I mean, we saw a little bit last year, right? Yeah, we did. He the broke out of his shell. I mean, he finally yeah. became a player that not only scoring goals, but he looked the part. He looked, you know, super, super dangerous, right? He was the sort of player that, you know, you kind of, I remember saying, well, finally, wow, dominating, <laughs> right. you know, dominating games. Because, yeah. I mean, scoring is one thing, and he's going to be, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, he's going to be responsible, responsible for that as, as, as a striker. Right. Right. Uh, but I don't think that, you know, I mean, if he continues to do what he did towards the end of last season, that'll be a bonus. I mean, because he started at times to dominate the game. He started to lead that front line and he started to lead Atletico Madrid. And I think, you know, uh, uh, everybody's taking notice, I hope anyway. Right. Uh, and I think Diego Simeone is going to have to be smart in a way, right? That development's taking place. It took him a little bit to get used to, you know, uh, you know, uh, La Liga or, or the way of playing under yeah. under Diego Simeone because the way he was, you know, you wouldn't necessarily think that he was a athletic type of player, right? Or, or Diego yeah. Simeone. Yeah, right. You would imagine. Uh, but you know it's coming out, so yeah, I'm I'm hoping for him personally, you know, personally that he's going to continue to grow and develop and build on what he what he showed to a uh, uh, second half of the season last year. I I want to go into that fourth team because you know Barcelona, around Madrid, Let's Madrid. I think we could all me see them being in those top three. But then the fourth place position, as you mentioned, you talk about Villarreal, uh, you can talk about Real Sociedad, or even could people potentially say with. Atletico Bilbao with uh, Inesta Valverde back at the helm with Atletico Bilbao. I mean, who do you think could have that opportunity to get to that fourth place position in La Liga? Truly, those teams are capable of beating anyone. Consistency is some, some, sometimes an issue. Yeah. But, but again, this is going to take weeks, just like we've seen it last year. I mean, last, last season, if you remember, I mean, it was jockeying there until the end. I mean, even yes. Atleti wasn't sure, you know, uh, uh, so, so, We'll just have to see because there's a big turnover. And, and then again, you know, I still think that some of these teams are going to continue to lose their players. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, we still have a couple of weeks, you know, uh, in the window. So yeah. throwing darts, you know, yes, <laughs> it's our job as pundits, but I, yeah. you know, it, it's difficult enough to say who you think is going to win it. But right. in terms of a fight for fourth place in La Liga, if you get it right, you throw in darts and, and you just, <laughs> you, you know, you got lucky yeah, with a bullseye. I want to ask you, do you, who would have more goals this season? Kareem Benzema or Robert Lewandowski? I think that's the question that I think people want to be answered. Who will have more goals in La Liga? I mean, Champions League. We'll well, that well, side. Before we even start, I mean, you know, Kareem Benzema has been there, done that. I mean, yeah. that's exactly right. what it's all about, right? I mean, so, so. Uh, I mean, in a way, he should he should have more goals. I mean, uh, but you know, uh, uh, Robert, you know, and I don't want to overthink the uh, 
you know, the 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 Gompart game, but I mean, you know, assists. Yeah. Goal, Pedri. A couple of chances hit the post, right? I mean, he, you know, he looked good. Um, he's a player that will likely take penalties like Benzema. Benzema does take him, right? I yes. Yeah, I, I, right. Yes. So, so I, you know, Robert Lewandowski is also, uh, I mean, I don't remember last time he's missed a penalty for anybody. I mean, in fact, <laughs> Bayern Munich, there, was a, there yes. was a spell where it was just a million games. You know, he did miss one, I remember, in the last three years. But so, I mean, he, he's automatic as well. Uh, so I, I have to imagine that he's going to find himself taking those. Um, you know, Benzema does take him well, as we know it. Um, I think you have to give slight advantage. The only reason I'm giving Benzema advantage, because look, I mean, you know, he, he understands La Liga. Robert Lewandowski needs to understand this new team. And yeah. let's face it, this team has been blown up. I mean, there's yeah. you know, a number of players that came in. It's yeah. almost, I don't want to say like you have to start from the beginning, but it seems like Xavi, if he gets all those players, he's going to have to figure out real quick who you know, who's playing and where and how and uh, how often. Yes. Uh, otherwise, I still think that, I still think that Robert is more a pure goal scorer, right? Not to take anything against from Benzema because Benzema does a lot more other things than Robert doesn't do a little bit deeper and all that. Uh, in the yes. So, so it's hard, but I think it's going to be a good fight. Uh, uh, if all goes well for Robert in terms of how he assimilates himself you know, uh, I I'd still think it would be Robert, and I say that only not because of my you know bias bias being Polish. It's <laughs> yes. just that he's a pure pure finisher. Number nine. He stays in front of that goal, and we've seen it. I mean, there's going to be plenty of players of supplying, you know, balls to him. And I think that you know for Benzema just recently the expectations to score, but I don't think we you know what I mean. He's taken advantage of living in the shadows of of Cristiano Ronaldo where he was in service to a degree and did a great job. Now with Ronaldo was gone, we see how good yes. Benzema really is. But I still somehow don't think of him as this 30, 40 goal, you know, goal square. He may not, he doesn't have to be, doesn't have yeah. to be. I mean, there's so many great players around him that even if he doesn't score, chances are that he's going to, you know, create a goal or two for some of his teammates as well. So, but Okay, you know, let's give Benzema the benefit of the doubt because he's done it. He's been in that league, and this is something new for for uh, excuse me, Robert Lewandowski. Finally, who do you think wins La Liga? I, you know what? I just just for the fun of it, I I don't know if Barcelona is not going to be hungrier for that, right? Yeah. I mean, because nobody expected Barcelona to be where they were in the first place. But having said that, I don't think any of us expected to see what they're doing right now. Still don't know how it's all done, and you know, with all the levers and <laughs> yeah, and, you know, and Frankie de Jong and all that. But but you know, I don't think anybody, you know, and you can make it make the case that last year Barcelona, with all the issues they had, yeah. weren't. I mean, all that super far. I mean, and we saw that four 0 game. They're capable, yeah. right? So yes. so just for the fun of it, uh, you know, because I would imagine that there's going to be this unbelievable hunger from the players, from the fans. You know, after after Real Madrid won the Champions League and La Liga, then maybe Barcelona, you know, takes that. Yanish, I want to get into one final thing. Me and my co-host Ben Kane always do kind of a trivia on on our podcast. So I kind of wanted to get to uh, one question on a trivia. I hope you are ready for it because I, I think I did a couple of research, but it's going to be something I think. Hopefully you'll enjoy. So I want to focus in because, you know, 
at this time it would be, or this summer was supposed to be a World Cup year. Uh, now it got moved into the winter. And so I kind of want to go back to the 94 World Cup, uh, uh-huh. the United States. Um, I want to go into the game in June of 2022 against Colombia, uh, where they won 2 1. If everybody remembers, you know, there was the goal that Andres Escobar scored the own goal for, oh, for the United States. But I, my question for you, Yanish, is who scored that second goal? Because they won the game 2 1 over Colombia. I don't know if you remember this. Uh, who scored that Ernie? second goal? Was it Ernie? No. Is that your final answer? I, you know, I'm terrible. You know, I'm getting old. <laughs> Give it a, I, I mean, I, I, is that... I want to say, but I don't know if that was that game. Maybe, maybe. I, I can't remember. Yeah. I mean, I should, uh, it I was Ernie can't. Stewart. It was Ernie Stewart. Yes. So there you go. I mean, yes, he did score. I got something. I got something right because yeah, those (laughs) things are. You know, I mean, I. No, I don't. I want to just maybe attribute that to age, but I mean, I used to be much much better and remember everything when I was younger. (laughs) You know, you know the memory. But but you know, to be fair, also that you know these days there's so many games, and I'm like, yeah. I'm a, I'm a master of all trades, you know, type, you know, oh no, you know, jack of all trades, master of none. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's true to some degree in this case, because yeah, you know, you have to have the memory for, for all the leagues. I don't specialize Absolutely. in one per se, the way I'm used at ESPN. And, and, you know, sometimes yeah. these things get away from me because, <laughs> you know, you can't, you, you can't remember everything. You can't see every goal, you know, whereas in the past, obviously, you know, there's only one or two leagues that we all watched and pay yeah. attention to. Right. And so it's, it's funny, you know, every time I hear, hear trivia, I'm like, yeah. no, I don't want to be part of it. But I'm glad that I got it right. I wasn't hundred percent sure. So, I wasn't, you know, I was, I was in those games. But. So if you, do you remember who the United States lost to in the round of 16 in that 94 World Cup? Let's see if you can get it two for two. Oh, who do we lose? I should see that if. Uh, and then you might know this. Cause I mean, I, I, will, Bra- I will give you a hint. Was it Brazil? Was it, was it Brazil? It was Brazil. Yes. Yeah, that, there you that go. Was when, that was when Tab Ramos was yeah. Yeah, so that was the game they, they lost to in the round of 16. was the eventual champions, Brazil. Leonardo, right? And top yes, round yes he scored the goal, yeah. and that gave Brazil the victory. In you that think I come out, come with it immediately? I mean, yeah, play. no. I, yeah, no he definitely, was, definitely one one had nil, the right? trivia skill. One nil. Yeah, I mean, I should remember those. You know, <laughs> I mean, these, these two, I should know the answers to that, to be fair. I mean, to be fair, I mean, I, I mean, you mentioned about some of these things. I mean, I watch again a lot of these leagues, and it's funny enough that, like, I mean, I think I can name you every World Cup winner since like '86. Because again, I'm I, I like to follow the game, but I can give you every World Cup '86. But I mean, it's stuff like as you mentioned, like it's so hard when you just certain leagues are just like there's a certain history, and then you gotta remember. It's, it's enjoy enjoy that because when you get to my my age, you're gonna be like, what? <laughs> I'll try yeah, to enjoy it. Know, so, so enjoy it while you can. Yeah, I still sometimes have to look it up. My my thing is though, if I do look it up, I, you know, then it all comes back. Yeah, no, it's always it's like all of a sudden it just comes up. It's like, oh wow, I just know it. You the know, little details. Yes, you know, the, the, you know, come back if I, you know, but but yeah, I mean, uh there used to be a time that I was maybe like you or, you know, some people that I see that just come up with numbers, details, everything. Yeah. You know, I remember uh, being able to do that. And now it, it just, maybe I don't make an incredible. I, I think you're pretty good at it still. 
I think it's still there. I think it's still there. You, so, gave, I mean, me, you gave me two easy ones. That's why. <laughs> uh, so I appreciate your time, Yanish. It's really a pleasure again. Uh, you could listen to him available on ESPN. He's all over the platforms and he's also on SiriusXM as well. And you can listen in and, and give, he'll give you definitely any information you want um, and some analysis on the sport of football that we all love. So I really appreciate Yanis. Thank you so much and hope to talk to you soon. Thank you, Marvin. It was a lot of fun. Thanks.